Hello, welcome to Violet Sessions, a podcast for women about culture, creativity, work and lifestyle. I'm Danielle Radojin. We are here at Violet Bakery in East London with Claire Patak, owner of Violet and co-founder of Violet Sessions. Today we're going to be talking to Kim Buta, a digital designer. Born and raised in France, Kim is now based in London where she runs her digital design company. A self-taught coder, in the past Kim has created truly pioneering websites and interactive games for brands including Kenzo and Fornacetti. More recently, she has collaborated on OK Girl, an online interactive magazine, and on WAR, the experiential nail salon in Soho. So here's Kim Boutin on Violet Sessions. Hi Kim. Hello. Welcome to Violet Sessions. Thank you. How are you today? Good, really good. You live just across the road. Yeah, so it was easy to come. <laughs> you just met Claire for the first time. Yeah, I could, actually I saw you once when I was there at the Gentlewoman uh, Violet ah, Session. Yeah. You came to the Violet Sessions yeah, yeah. for Penny. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've seen you too, yeah. On the, on the street, on the block. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was this project that you've been involved in called OK Girl, online magazine that you do with the stylist Luby McLaughlin, um, and it's something you collaborate with her on, and I believe that the second issue, or the second instalment, yeah. has just been made live yeah. on the website. Tell us a bit about it. So, yeah, so OK Girl was an, initially an idea from Luby. Uh, we met her because she was... So I work with uh, David, with the 3D designers, and she contacted us because I think she saw uh, some project we did previously for Kendo, and she wanted to do this project with, like, she wanted to create an online platform for uh, the Tumblr generation. Um, and the observations she had was like, this these guys, these uh, teenagers are like youngsters, they don't really um, feel connected to the paper magazine and they are really more into apps like Snapchat, so really interactive. So she wanted to create that, but she had uh, like no digital knowledge. So we teamed up to, to create the first issue, last, which was launched last year and which was really inspired by um, teen, teen magazine and pop magazines. It's and quite sort of like Luby's aesthetic is quite uh, distinctive, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Des Describe what her yeah, it's style really like is. early uh, two thousand, and it's really like really pop, a, like a bit nineties as well. And she worked a lot with a uh, pop magazine. She's a bit like Moschino as well, and it's really yeah, it's 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 amazing. So the the first issue and the second issue as well. It's really her universe. And she has lots of connection with, uh, you know, in the music industry as well. So the the magazine, the platform is really linked to music as well. We call that uh, interactive editorials. So um, Luby would produce uh, images uh, helped by uh, photographers, uh, makeup artists, uh, or even commission other stylists to do that um, with a model or with a music artist. And then we would turn that into a little website that is extremely interactive. And it's basically like telling a story through, through a mini website that is made of all of these things that are, yeah, interactive. Cool. Yeah, so cool. Do you think that's the future of magazines? I think it's... I 
I think it's a future for a certain kind of mm. magazine or or maybe maybe not. I think like magazines especially like when I started working for, with digital people were saying like it was also like the beginning of iPads and people were saying like so it's going to be the end of magazines and print industry and what happened it, it's actually the, the opposite like yeah. the thing is that it has um, created like a um, desire for having more consistent things and like right now there are so many independent magazines that are so good more than and, ever before yeah and I yeah. think yeah so when I think it's just like maybe maybe some magazine have disappeared because of that and maybe some of some of them went to the digital only so I think it's just a different kind and I hope it's going to inspire other people um, to do the same maybe it would be great actually to have like a like a really cool uh, fashion magazine that wants to create a digital uh, version of it that are like complementary and that works in the same way with digital so have a print version and then also an interactive yeah. digital version yeah. yeah that's a really exciting idea yeah. I can't think of anyone who does that at the moment can um, you? well if we can like there was um, Novam magazine does it like they have their print issue and online they have editorials And I think some of them you can find them in the print issue, and some of them are exclusive to the digital. Some of them are actually videos, and um, I think they do it really well. Um, but yeah, there are not that much um, people that do that. Um, but yeah, what's I, the difference between like it being a website, like an you know your sort of Vogue.com or whatever, and it being a real digital magazine. I think it's just that, for instance, so it's, it's a question of like point of translation, is that Vogue was initially a print magazine and they had the need to be on digital, to be on social media, so they had to find a way to translate what they were already doing in a digital way. What is different with OK Girl is that it's a, at the core of the project, it's really digital, and I think that is a, a new thing because... No, it's so there, there are some blogs, of course, but this is yeah. really different because it's not about there is not that much te text, there is no text actually. It's really about images and it's really about interactions. So, this is kind of what you do. I'm interested in this whole um, idea of translating um, creative ideas into a digital format. Mm -hmm. And I know that's something that you've done a lot of in the past with your work at Kenzo when you worked in 2013. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about what it was like working with the designers there. Um, so it was really interesting because basically when we were creating digital projects, everything was starting with a um, project, like a, a product or a collection or they had a story that they wanted to, to tell. And then I had to find out how to, to do that through digital And obviously the website um, had quite a lot of uh, traffic, but at the same time, it was really like I, could, I was able to play around. And so I created some little games, like uh, one of the, what I think one of the first uh, was a um, nail art game. Um, 
that was meant to present the new patterns collection. So you would like paint the nails and it reveals the patterns. So it's quite random, but people loved it. And then a couple of years ago, you moved to London and set up your design, your digital design company with your partner, David, yeah. who's also your boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> no, it's official. <laughs> no secret anymore. Yeah, it no, like? It's been eight years, but <laughs> no, I can say it to the world. <laughs> Where did you meet him? At school in Paris. Um, so it was in 2007. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we, we started working together really like... We were all... We were studying the same thing, but we had really different backgrounds and and he had such a like strong knowledge about all this history of design, history of art, and he shared all of this with me and it was for me much more interesting to learn that from him because at school we weren't really learning it. And so yeah, we started working together and then I guess when when I was working at Kenzo, David was working as a 3D designer in Paris and he was um not really happy with his job and then a friend of him asked him like but what would be like the obvious choice to make to do the job that you really want to do and he said like working with Kim so <laughs> and so I think like uh, one night I came back from 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 work and he was like okay we need to do the studio <laughs> we so need cool. to do it and then every three months he was like are you gonna quit are you gonna quit <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it was quite a hard decision because my position at Kenzo was super, like really great and I loved my job, but I really want to do that uh, that thing, like starting a, a studio. And it was really, I think it was a bit unconscious when I think of it because we moved to London. And also like, we moved to London, we had done it work. Um, we said to everyone we knew in Paris, like, uh, no, we don't want to work with France anymore. <laughs> and we are going to do our own thing in London. And it's amazing. Uh, that's very inspiring. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's um, it was quite um, risky, but I'm so happy that we did it. I then when we yeah when we arrived, we asked a lot of friends like, how did you manage to start your studio? And they were like, oh, we had a retainer clients. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. A retainer client, that's smart. <laughs> and have you managed to get a retainer client now? Um, kind of. We are working a lot with uh, Dior right now. Dior. What kind of stuff do you do for them? So it's like it's websites for the press. So it's for releasing the new collections. Oh. Um, Hang on, isn't that in Paris? Yes. <laughs> so actually, we still work a lot with friends, but uh, from London, which is more like. You know, like high end. That's cooler, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it sounds cool. Like uh, so, we we do this website for them, and uh, it's a pretty simple website. It's not that as interactive as OK Girl or all the stuff we make because the purpose is really to show what the collection is about and um, to let journalists like download all the PR material and communicate about it. Uh, but it's really interesting because. We get a brief from Peter Phillips, so we go to Paris. We get his brief, and um, he has all the like the collection in front of, of him. And sorry, who's Peter Phillips? It's a, it's a creative director of uh, Dior makeup. Oh, right. So he's like designing all the collection, and he so it, it's it's really it happens really quickly because it's really busy. But then it tells us okay, the new collection is about. Um, this and the world, well, the new product is a, the, it's an innovation uh, for that. 
and then we have to find again a way to translate that in a digital way mm. and so for instance the first uh, project was a lot about um, lights and shadows so we did a website where when you move your mouse you get like uh, shadows that are moving and it's it's really simple um, interactions but it's um, not just for the sake of it uh, in terms of graphics but also to communicate about mm. the campaign mm. um, so it's really interesting yeah that's so cool um, and I also wanted to talk to you about Guar Nails yeah. Salon um, so Guar is a, a nail company owned by Sharma Dean Reed in London and um, I know that recently she's opened up a, is it called an experiential nail salon in Soho and you've been really involved yeah. in the design of it and yeah, Explain. Yeah. So it's actually, so we met, uh, I met Sharma in, uh, I think it was last year, I, almost one year ago, um, because she did the Power Lunch Talks. And so she was inviting like girls to speak about, to share their experience and to inspire younger, younger girls. And this one was about um, digital in the beauty industry. And after after the talk, she asked me. She told me like she wanted to open this crazy store in Soho, and then we met again with the architects who had like these 3D renderings of the the shop that is amazing, yeah. and the 3D are really exactly what is in the shop now in Soho. So, so how is it different to the average nail salon? Um, I guess so. I'm not an. I wasn't <laughs> at least. I'm, I'm not like into nails, but I guess like when you go that, when you go there, sorry, it's like first of all, it's it looks amazing. Like the the space is really beautiful. There is neon lights. Uh, there are like uh, um, like beautiful um, iridescent displays, and so I think for what is really different with the. Uh, what Shamadin does is that she really created a community around that. So it's not just about nail; it's about like um, a vibe about like how uh, being like a girl now is and how to be um, independent and make your so own. So what happens when you go in? Do you get as so, well as getting your nails done? What else? So yeah, what, you can what go makes there. It different? Uh, so when you go there, you get so you get one thing is the display we made for her, which is a. VR uh, installation that is um, on the like ground floor, and you can so you can tell you can book an appointment, and also she has lots of uh, independent brands uh, created by uh, females that do like uh, you know like makeups or I like I don't know like moisturizing creams or mm. with coconuts uh, other uh, <laughs> people who are doing like 3D nails uh, that you can. Um, Oh, do you, can you say that? You can put, press, press on, press on <laughs> the nails. Um, so she sells all these things from other independent brands, which is really great. And so the VR setup is there for... Um, it was launched with the, with the store at the end of uh, November. And so it's actually like the first version of, um, of this game. It's, it's, a, it's a display where... So you put the headset on, and then you got asked to put your hands in front of you and your hands are actually like detected by a 3D camera. And so you got 3D hands in the virtual world. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Um, and you got your 3D hands. You can, you can select uh, your skin tone. So you, you have like 
for five different tones and we got inspired by the tones of emojis. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> and, uh, and then you, can s uh, you have like nine different uh, designs that uh, Sharmadine has created. Mm -hmm. And you can pick on a design and then you got it on your virtual nails. And then you can change the color. So it's actually meant to help, so to have fun, and then to help girls to make a decision when they want to, they don't really know what they want, but they want to have the wow nails experience. So you have your nails done in the virtual world and then you can have that design done For real. in reality as well. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> and that's what you designed. So yeah, we, we worked with Sharmadine uh, on this VR display. And Sharmadin uh, is really so. It it was really interesting because we got it was kind of uh, natural for us to go into virtual reality because David is a three D designer, I'm an inter interface designer, um, and we got asked to make VR stuff before, but no one had a specific brief for that. It was just like just make something VR. So we got you know like the hashtag, and <laughs> so Sharmadin she she really. Uh, doesn't want to have something gimmicky. Yeah. She really wants something to be um, relevant. And because, like, she, all the girls who come there, they are all smart. And if you bring something that is just for the sake of it, they will be like, oh, it's not good, like, it's useless. So it was really challenging. And that's also, so what really happened is like, we had kind of blank events, it was just like about making something, becoming with a proposal for the store. So she, we met um, like her customers and uh, they shared with us the experience and we, Sharmadine had also uh, really like explained us like how it works, how, how, what are the different journeys for customers to get in the salon. And from that, we noticed that there was this point where a girl was standing in front of a board of uh, 50, de 50 design with a uh, hundred choices of color and they were like a bit lost. Overwhelmed. Yeah, so all other girls already knew what they want and they already had like a, you know, Pinterest mood board about what they want. <laughs> but all other ones, they just come here to get the experience and they don't really know what they want. So for these girls, um, the VR was a solution because um, it's actually helpful but also it's a, it's a good fun like if you if you try it it's just like an immersion into the war world um, so yeah and what have you what, where do you go from here what else have you got planned um, so we are launching today a website uh, for a makeup brand called Mina um, which is uh, like a quite a young brand they just started I think one year and a half ago or two years ago and um, they have a shop in Covent Garden in London, but they also have like other shops uh, uh, throughout the world. And they released this new collection, which is um, a limited uh, collection with uh, a collaboration with an embroidery artist, Marie-Sophie Lockhart. And she is really talented. She designed, like she did a lot of uh, drawings on the theme of art freedom. And so it's really inspired by uh, Basquiat. And uh, so they had all, all these uh, amazing assets from Marie-Sophie. And again, they wanted us to come up with um, an idea to show that on digital, to communicate about the collection. So we did like a mini website that is just um, showing the collection really and using the campaign images they produced. But again, we found a way to 
explain the art freedom ID on the website. So the idea is that if you go to the website um, with your computer, um, when you move your mouse, you're gonna draw stuff, and you're gonna draw uh, like little symbols that Marie Sophie Lockhart has designed. You're gonna draw with the makeup. So the, the website, when it's launched, looks um, like perfect and sharp. And once like you like browse it, it looks a bit like uh, messed up. Messy. Yeah. With, with all lipstick. Yeah, or... yeah. You you leave marks everywhere, but it's uh, cool. it's it's quite playful. That sounds so amazing. Yeah, it's great. Like, yeah. I know. Well, I was going to ask Kim as well because you, Claire, you have a daughter, yes. Frances, who <laughs> is nearly two. She, she's a year and a half, almost. And I have a daughter. Um, what do you advise? for people who want to teach their daughters how to learn to code or design or get going with web design when they're young to give them a head start. That's what I'd like to know. Right? Uh, I think um, so it's a really good question. I think it's just uh, so I saw uh, when I went to the um, kids museum uh, in Bethnal Green the, it's, um, no, children, children yeah, Museum. Museum of Childhood. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> it's part of the VNA now. Yeah. yeah. So I went there and I, I saw that in their uh, bookshop, they had lo- lots of little books about like learning HTML, CSS, JavaScript for kids. And, and I read them. <laughs> and it was really well, like, well made and uh, good explanation. So what is good is like you will learn with them. <laughs> so uh, it's it's. Um, I'm counting on that. I think it's a it's a it's a good way to start. And then I think for everyone, the best way to to learn to code is to have a specific thing that you want to build. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and starting with something simple is better like I'd want to make a car in 3D that is burning it's like, you can't start with that but <laughs> if you want like for instance most of the time sorry I, did you say a burning car yeah <laughs> <laughs> no because like uh, making uh, fire is always the most like uh, difficult thing is it? <laughs> yeah. like at least in, in 3D that's but like an insider joke then yeah yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> um, so if you, yeah, usually you would make your own website. You would be like, I'm going to make my own, like my personal page to present, like, um, the Violet website or, you yeah. know. It would be so cool to do that with your, with your kid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so cool. Okay. Oh, my God, so many ideas. Yeah. All right, well, Kim, thank you so much thank for talking you. to us on Violet Sessions. It's been really lovely having you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, Kim. It's really, really nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> That was Kim Bhutan talking to Danielle Rodoichin and me, Claire Patak, on Violet Sessions. Please subscribe to Violet Sessions, leave comments, and follow us. We're on Instagram as at Violet Sessions. The show is a co-production of In Talks With and Wargi Productions. Thanks for listening.